Did you hear that? Was it the horror comedy podcast with Jake and Haley? Oh my god, it was. This podcast is for inhalation use only. And that means it's not for kids. How are you, Jakey? I'm good. I am high as a fucking kite. Are you? Yep. We just went to our friend, and then we came home, and then we took dabs of... Lemon G Live Diamonds by Natty Rams. Can I actually take one more, or is that out of control? Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, you fucking animal. Hey, it's the 4th of July. I want to be so high that I forget about the racial injustices. Now, Haley will not be able to form All right, next. All right, let's move on. Uh... What did we smoke? What did we just take dabs of? Let, well, I did a dab of the lemon G, live diamonds. That's what you did as well. And then you did some live rosin, which is different. What you put on your violin bow. Yes. Yeah. Make it sound classy. Make it sound real classy. And you can, thank you. I'm wearing a leather corset because I can. Fuck you. Because it's 99 degrees outside. That's true. And I did just go sit outside for hours. And she wants to punish herself. Yeah, I guess. Leather. That's true. Uh, where did we get this from? Because it's awesome. I'm super high. It tastes oh. like... Oh, where did we get all this amazing concentrates? Yeah. And amazing flour? Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be your Pueblo Local 719 dispensary. Open from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Medical and recreational. The first... Dispensary inside city limits. Damn. It's actually really bomb. I wouldn't lie to you guys. Write the check. <laughs> Write the check. <laughs> Write the check. I wouldn't lie to you guys. I, I, I'm not the kind of person. That's why we don't have no ads on here. We don't advertise mm-hmm. on no websites that make us. Oh, shit. Your phone actually vibrated. It wasn't me this time. Last time it was me. But no, I wouldn't tell you all about this. I wouldn't let Jake be talking about this if I didn't agree with it and genuinely believe that this was good fucking shit i'm high off my ass um you know i started uh, she's starting to lie to you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no i uh started seeing a new therapist this week and she asked me if i was on any medications and i said just pot <laughs> just like that <laughs> yeah and she was like do you have a med card and i was like no i just go to the dispensary self-medicate and I it's true though stop it's true i don't know anything about anything i am a simpleton but i do know that when i smoke marijuana i feel way less crazy so just saying just saying just saying this is good weed that's a good spot to go and if you're crazy like me it does the thing yeah it's true it's true um but yeah i did started seeing a new therapist this week amazing it's magical um guys mental health is a serious issue okay you're not alone. There's many of us out there. Okay. It's normal. It's normal. It's fucking normal to take therapy pa- or go to your just, meds. Yeah, your I said that backwards. Just didn't talk about it. No. So they they're probably very heavily mentally ill. You're all your parents. <laughs> all of them. I mean, all of them. But no, listen, they just didn't talk about it. I it's know, true. I know my mom was crazy, but in mm-hmm. a good way. Mm-hmm. And she always she did her best. Rhonda's know? the best. She shows up. Rhonda shows up. Yeah, oh, we love her. <laughs> My parents uh, were not great. I'm lucky to have a stepdad who really stepped up and, and, and you know, like, took care of me. But Shout out to it's Jeff. Jeff. What's up, dude? I almost said Ron. <laughs> also Ron. He's probably a good guy, too. 
Frank's all right as well. But um, my my real biological parents were both mentally ill, you know, and, and like you said, they never talked about therapy. I don't think any of them went to therapy. So it seemed like a really big deal to start going, and it seems so easy to stop going and so easy to say, like, oh, you can't afford it, you're not worth the cost, whatever, but you are. You know, I am, if that's what makes me feel better. But, yeah, it feels good to start seeing somebody and, like, having a plan of action and, and just taking those steps to feeling better, you know? That's what really are we good. talking about this week? Okay, so I have a couple of things to touch on this week. First thing is... um Oh, <laughs> First things first, I want you all to take a look at our show notes. I have a link to the Black Trans Women Fund. It was organized by Jesse Pratt Lopez, who's a trans Latina from Colombia who lives in Atlanta. Um, She's a photographer and a grassroots activist, um, super, super talented, huge humanitarian. Uh, Check it out because she's done a lot of really good work five fucking dollars to donate please please do if not just share it just tell somebody about it because this is an incredible thing they've provided housing for tons of black trans women's and you know black trans lives better so please check that out it's in our uh, fucking show notes and if you do donate let us know and we'll shout you out on the podcast because yeah because really that's cool really fucking cool also send us your fucking scary stories i don't care if your sleep paralysis demon has been doing hula hooping in your bedroom and it's we keeping you know. up we want to know i know my sleep paralysis demon is worried for me worried <laughs> Very scared. Very scared. Hey, man. If you, found an oven, if you have a haunted oven. Uh, I don't want to know about that. I, I do want to know. The actually pretty nice. It hasn't fucked with me yet. So if it starts... What was that? Oh. If you have a haunted mattress, like Encourage the Cowardly Dog. I'm if there is a large ghost face in your basement. If there's a man outside telling you to return the slab. Please send it to the Horror Comedy Podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear about it. We want to hear about it and we'll read it on the air. Big time, baby. I'm going to put scary sounds and little music and little lo-fis. It's going to be very scary for you. Way scarier. Um, So last week, I asked if you were scared, Jake. Do you remember? Yeah, I do. I was pretty scared. Do you remember what you said? Nope. You said you were scared and you said... that entire episode out. (laughs) What's that what? You said you were scared, and you said, how would you like it if we did an episode all about your biggest fear? Yeah. So that, that's what this is about? What's your biggest fear? Dropping your ice cream on the ground? Okay, funny you should ask, because what scares me, it's really primitive, but it's also really sad, and it happens all the time, and it's gender-based violence. Uh, like, if you, like, other people scare me more than anything. Like aliens, ghosts, demons, whatever. I can, I can kind of, I have a skeptic mind. So I can kind of be like, meh, it might not be real. And I can kind of hide in that little doubt zone, you know? If all the scary humans you see are aliens, then what? Are you gonna feel That's extra scary. Themselves? But I've seen, uh-huh. but the thing is, I have seen these people and I've had experience with these people who want to hurt you and are scary and they make threats and I've, I've had... I'm not going to go into all that because that's traumatic for everyone. And that's not the, this isn't the time and the place, but I've been in situations before where I was afraid for my life at the hands of a man. And that is what fucking scares me. So things like... Uh, this is hard for me because I do not know about this. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a white male privilege. Well, I think. I think that's a really enlightened and woke way to think about it, babe. That sounds really incredible. <laughs> I, I know nothing about this because I have never... 
had this issue, so this will be an enlightening, enlightening episode for me. Right on. Right on. I love that. I recognize that men are assholes, and there are women assholes. Too. Women assholes. Okay, everyone, yeah. Everyone, everyone can be an asshole. asshole. Women can be abusive, too. Don't get me wrong. Well, no, but I do feel that men are more abusive than women. It's women definitely scarier. Sure, sure. I tell Jake all the time, you're ugly. Get in the basement. <laughs> and we don't have a basement, so. We actually don't have a basement. Please don't call the police. <laughs> I am living in a safe environment. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel safe at home. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so th- when I was trying to do research for this podcast, that's truly what scares me is is other humans, gender-based violence, somebody just deciding that I'm a woman, I'm weaker, they could do it. And, and it's worth that risk for them. Tiny little woman brain. Exactly. That kind of shit. And that's what scares me. But while I was doing research for that, I mean, that is honestly, it took me all day. I started researching at 10 a.m., I didn't finish until fucking three o'clock. It took me all day because it was honestly traumatizing and sad and just, it's really upsetting how many of these cases there are. The ones that really stuck out to me and really, really scared me were like Junko Furuta. Furuta, I'm not saying that right. She's a Japanese schoolgirl. Oh, sorry. Sorry, so sorry. She was kidnapped and literally held and tortured for like 30 days. That sounds terrifying. So In terrifying. America? In Japan. Oh, okay. These boys, their parents knew that they had her. That's even more fun. And they were so scared of the boys, they didn't do anything. Because they were like real sickos. They have swords? They had way worse than swords. They're they, penises. Yeah, all kinds of shit. All kinds of shit. I don't do that. I listened to a last podcast on the left episode about it, and I had to turn it off. Because it was just terrible. And that was really scary for me, but I don't want to make you listen to that for an hour to be honest with you and i don't think that our scope it was the horse podcast not the depressing no 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 no. don't get me wrong it's important to talk about these women and their stories it's just that me and you personally our scope is not the appropriate lens to be talking about this shit i really feel that way we are silly damn you said our scope is not the appropriate lens it's not. It's not. We make jokes and that shit. And we're high as fuck. You know what I mean? So we could talk about Chris Watts who murdered his wife, Shanann, for no reason because he just didn't want to be married to her anymore. We could talk about that, but that's not appropriate. Exactly, right? We could talk about fucking uh, Jennifer Skleck who told her dad she was going to leave her husband because she was afraid of him and then five days later was found murdered. Her and her daughter and her husband had killed himself. We could talk about that, but the fact is that me and you are not properly equipped. We're going to leave that to the professionals like Crime Junkie and um, there's so many other wonderful podcasts that are respectful and we're not going to take a story we're like there. that. We're not there. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. We're not going to do that because we're going to make jokes and shit. So we are going to talk about some bad-ass female survivors today. Yeah, survivor stories with bad. That's right. Not everyone survives, though. So So respect and, and you know, rest in peace. And we're actually going to have some links in the show notes if you can donate to help end domestic violence. Um, that's beautiful. But regardless, stay tuned. We're going to tell you... You know, we're going to tell you some female survivor stories. I don't have to explain to you that my very basic and greatest fear is gender-based violence because it's universal, and I think every woman kind of feels that way. Um, It's very real. But we're, you know, I did promise you an episode about what scares me, so... That's right. We're going to do our best to be respectful of these survivors and these stories, and we're going to make the fuck fun of these loser criminals while honoring the badassery of these women. Little fucking no tooth motherfuckers. 
Miss Heather Saul lived in Charleston, West Virginia her whole life. Like most of us, she finished up high school and she wasn't sure exactly what she wanted to do next. She tried community college, she took out a huge loan, ended up defaulting on it and not finishing school because she had defaulted on it. But Miss Heather is a go-getter and she was determined to make her own way and help those around her with or without a degree. So she worked really hard in different jobs. She was a waitress, she worked her way up to a head cook, Total badass. And she adopted a dog. That's what you should do. Always adopt adopt a dog. Second you have the money, just go for it. It's you'll never regret it. Yeah, don't fucking pay your bills or groceries (laughs) for yourself. Just buy a dog. Buy a dog. Dog food. Mm. So she got this dog fancy. I love it. It's a little white haired wire terrier. I think it's perfect. I think it was not, it wasn't like Clementine sized. We have like a five pound dog. It was bigger than that. Okay. I mean, Clementine's terrifying. She is. The first dog I I got was Dill, and Dill's a pit bull mix. But honestly, she's not very scary. No, Dill. I mean, if you try to come over to our house, she'll She'll kill you. No, just kidding. The little dog, the little dog will. Like anybody, like all of us, all she wanted to do was give her dog Fancy a good life. And she worked really hard to do that. She should. That's right. Yeah. That's my prime drive in life. My only drive in life. Exactly. So she did drywalling and painting. Like, she was fucking in it, doing hard physical labor. But she still struggled to pay the bills, and she had her mom and some of her friends... Where did she live in? West Virginia. I feel like if she was doing all this, she would get paid more. I know, right? This is uh, 2014. Or is it because she's a, a woman, she doesn't get paid as much as a man. <gasps> it could be. It could be. This is 2014, I believe, when this happened. So minimum wage in 2014. Let's see, where was I? I was in <laughs> 725 an hour in okay. Pennsylvania is minimum wage. In that, and West Virginia is near there, so I imagine. Similar. Yeah, and if you're a server, it's like 250 because you're supposed to get tips. tips. So tip your server, bitch. Tip your servers, bitch. Before all the restaurants close again because of COVID. Wear a mask. God, I'm so sick of this. All right, come on. <sighs> no, more, no, more P- no more PSAs about COVID. Don't tell me what to do. I hate COVID. Fuck you. Stupid COVID. COVID hates you, too. It'll get yeah. you. Wear a mask. I hope it does. No. Come at me, COVID. Fight me. Fight I'll me like a man. Just kidding. Um, Don't come at me. <laughs> just kidding. Sorry I said that. But Heather struggled to pay the bills. Her mother and some of her friends were depending on her to, like, help them out, you know? And this is America. And she had to do something to pay her bills. So she turned to sex work. Sex work. Heather said, I mean, the escort stuff is not for me. I, I was get the only fans to save the family. Honestly, that's true. 2014, this was, like, a big deal. Now it's, like... I don't Everyone's care. Come, come see my titties yeah. on OnlyFans. Well, hey. Not mine. Yeah. Okay. Jake has an OnlyFans, though, if don't you want to see his fans. titties. Foot, it's for foot, people. He's really good at twerking. Twink, it's honestly uh, worth it. Twink, twink, He's really good at it. Uh, Heather said, I mean, the escort stuff is not for me. I was miserable. If all else failed, I would answer the phone. She put an escort ad on the back page. That's nice, though. All she had to do was answer the phone. That is like nice. To escort people, or well, she would just like put an ad on the back page. Was she a pimp? No, no, no. She was like independent, like an oh. escort. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's not like out in the corner, which is fine if you are. But yeah. she's just like putting out an ad saying like, "Hey, 
This is what I look like. If you want to bang, like, call me. (laughs) The abs. The abs. (laughs) Uh, She said, I got to figure something else out. I can't do this. But I answered the phone for him. And I was just trying to figure out what I should do. The first? I don't think it was her first. Uh, That would really turn me off if... I don't even know what he did yet, but it was your first. Dang. You have bad luck. Yep, this probably shouldn't be doing this. That's my sign. So I honestly believe that she was very smart about the whole thing, though, because she set it up, like, really safe. She had her friend come over. Her friend would come and hang out on the back porch and just, like, keep an eye out and an ear out. Sometimes she would have two friends over just chilling and watching and making sure. And I know that sometimes in the realm of, like, slut-shaming and victim-blaming you know, because people like to be like, well, she was she could have been safer. You know what I mean? Like, could have carried a gun. Yeah, 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 exactly. But I think she was as safe as she could be. She wasn't at a hotel where she didn't know who was around. Was she at her home, though? She was at her house. That's foolish. You think? Yeah. I think it's better than going to their house. No, they should have gone to a hotel. She's got somebody there, though. She's got friends watching yeah, out for that, her. Now that person... Who's paying you to sure. knows, knows where, where you, you live. live. That's true. And do you think that those people are going to be there 24-7? That's no. true. That's you never true. do it at your own house. Okay, you, get, you go to a hotel, you get a room with a conjoined door. Oh, and have your friend hang out in the other exactly. room? Exactly. That's a good idea. Okay, come on. Well, Miss Heather would have her friend come and hang out and <laughs> chill on the back porch and then she would answer the phone and have a gentleman caller come over because that's what they used to call it back in the day. So that's what I'm going to call it now. This particular day, it's in late July of 2014, Fancy got loose. <gasps> and her friend, who was, you know, usually would hang out and make sure everything was all good, uh. took off to find Fancy. So the guy that she answered the phone for, the John, the, John. Yeah. <laughs> the gentleman caller, he comes over for their scheduled date, and she meets him at the door. Neil Falls was a stocky, serial killer-looking white man. Weren't we all, though? <laughs> no. Not like this, baby. He had no teeth. You got a picture? Whoa. That'd be my, I would have standards. Who's going <laughs> to fuck me? You know what I mean? Like, you can't put your tongue in my mouth if you don't have any uh, teeth. If you don't have any teeth, you can't fucking kiss me. Okay. So this is on our Instagram if you guys want to see it. This is Neil Falls on the left, obviously. Oh, I'm so sorry. The USB is super short. Can you see it? And that's Miss Heather. He's short and stocky. Yeah, he's got no teeth. She meets him at the door. And, uh, you know, she kind of gets a weird feeling. And she opens the door and he comes up to her really, you know, kind of steps towards her really fast. and, And Neil says to her, live or die. For a second. I like liver. Liver. Die. <laughs> liver. I For a it. second, she was probably like, what? Like, probably exactly how you just reacted. You were like, uh, what? Liver? <laughs> Worst? Did you bring a liver? Where? I have one. But to her horror, quickly, she noticed that the man had a gun pointed to her side. He began... What? Yeah. He just, like, came in her house like that. And, he like... He didn't even fucking... Nothing. Not, hey, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing this... For- I'm getting this for free tonight. I guess. He didn't say anything. He just said, live or die. And so he started to... i be sh- like, die, honestly, bitch. Like, honestly, bitch, you're going to have to kill me. Because you're going to regret not killing me. I can't get into that right now. But he began to strangle her. And the Whoa. pair... Right. And the pair fell into Heather's home. 
In an interview with BuzzFeed News, Heather says she just snapped. Oh, hell yeah. She started screaming and clawing at him, at his eyes, and hitting him. And she... He was probably like, oh, guess you some spunk. Yeah, yeah. She was like, not today. Not today, bitch. She decided if he was going to shoot her, he would have already done it by now. Yep. There was a rake in the kitchen that she kept in there to clean up Fancy's poops in the yard. Damn, so it's, ugh, gross. Right? Like it's a shitty rake. It's a shitty rake. Yeah, a shitty wink. <laughs> they fumbled into her kitchen, and she spotted it, and it was in reach, so she grabbed it right Poop away. On it, and so there's probably shit. Like a stick. I'm going to stick it in your eyeballs. Come on, bitch. <laughs> so she grabbed it and started to try to, you know, like, give him sepsis with it. And he went to take it from her. And in one swoop... He set down the gun on the table so that he had both hands to overpower her. What a dumbass. She let it go immediately, reached for the gun. He was behind her at this point, so she just reached over her shoulder like that and just fired. And Hell she yeah. killed him instantly. Good. Instantly. Victory. Right? Fuck you, Victory. bitch. <laughs> I got to find this video. Miss Heather actually did an interview, and she actually explains it in her own words. When he strangled me, um, he just wouldn't let me get any air, and so I grabbed my rake, and when he laid the gun down to get the rake out of my hands, I, I shot him. I just grabbed the gun and shot behind me. Heather ran out of the house and flagged down a neighbor who called 911. She had to send herself, and she shot him. She's in the kitchen. He pulled a gun on her. She's got cuts and stuff all over. I just think she's incredible. I think he could have done... Yeah, she did exactly what she needed to do. I think he... This guy's IQ could not have been higher. I think his IQ could have been higher. Miss Heather just had the will to survive. She decided right away. She was like, I am not going to fucking die today. She picked up that rake. She was like, I'll kill him with the rake if I have to. I'll kill him with the poop rake. And and it didn't work out that way. So So she really, you know, came through at the end. And I don't think... It was him at all. I think no matter who that was, Miss Heather had decided she was not going to die like that. You know what I mean? Shout out to Miss Heather. Amazing. The thing that they didn't include in that interview that I paid, or that clip I played for you is that her friend who was looking for the dog heard the gunshots and rushed back into the house just in time to see Heather running out. Heather says... Did she, he find the dog? No. <laughs> Worthless. Heather says that she asked her friend to call 911, but her friend took off. Which what is the horrible worst friend? What were you gonna do if something did happen and you were there? Yeah. Just like, oh shit. Okay, fuck. Bye. Off, bye. That's not in the girl code. Well, probably was a dude. Probably was. <laughs> big, big bad guys like. Oh, oh shit! Oh shit! Right, well, you already done did it. I'm, well, yeah. Now. I'm gonna go now. You're Let's not in danger. Okay, bye. Heather did end up running to a neighbor and asked her to call 911, and you heard that 911 call. She sounds so fucking upset in the background. She's just, like, crying. She's like, I shot him. I killed him. I shot him, you know? She seems really upset. But good for her. Like, this is the thing, babe. The dead man was Neil Falls. And Neil... He fell, all right. Right? (laughs) Neil was a scumbag, dirtbag, trash can. I mean, Period. Period. He moved around a lot. He mostly worked security jobs. He had only been in West Virginia for about two weeks. He had just moved from Oregon, where he worked security at a hotel. He's a pervert. And he was fired for sending threatening texts to a guest. To 
to the guests. That's like the one thing you don't do. <laughs> right? And I wonder how he Maybe got the number. Right, because at least you could say like, oh, I'm supposed oh, to have the number. It's all good, whatever. Yeah. So in his short time in West Virginia, he had already kind of made a scene, you know, kind of made a big deal, like raised all the red flags for himself because he would go and patrol the sex workers working around, you know, hey, on the you street. Guys, you guys need security? You need the rape walker? No, no, he was... So fucking weird to them. They literally said that they dealt with a ton of weirdos, but this guy took like the weirdo cake. Like he was harassing them. Oh, cake. Not weirdo cake, but. Just regular cake. Just like, I'll take a pie, honestly. Yeah. Police searched his body and they were immediately alarmed because he had four sets of handcuffs in his pocket. Wow. How does that work? Right? Oh, he was going to tie each limb to something. That's what I thought yeah. too. What it's a fucking weirdo. Four. That's so scary. He also had a... Two for her, two for him. That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) This is Finn, right? Hey, look, I wanted to give you the handcuffs. Let me make an actual big circle. (laughs) He also had a note in his pocket, and it had the names of six local women and their social media contact information. He was going to visit six bitches in one night? It was probably like his kill list. He's probably going to go murder all them. If they searched his that car. Right, that's like a record. That is a record. Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to hit each one. That's true. Maybe, that, maybe he was going through the gold. 30 minutes to hack her up. That's why he got right into it with Miss yeah. Heather. Live, die. What do you want? I got, what do you I got, want? I got six more stops. I don't have time. Yeah, live or die. <laughs> live or die. Hurry I got up. the gun, Hurry bitch. All right. <laughs> the other one had the hatchet. <laughs> uh, you're getting the gun. Come on. Mm. The next one's the rake. So they looked in his car and they found some stuff, like regular stuff, like some clean socks and some clean underwear. His? Yeah. Or woman's. For him. Because he's a pervert. And some trash bags and some bleach and a bulletproof vest and a sledgehammer and a shovel and some knives and some axes and a Wait, machete. You, you don't have those items in your car? I mean, And a Rubbermaid bin. I mean, we've got... Half of that in there. Yeah. Uh, here's a picture of what they found, and you can check this out on the Instagram if you'd like. This is exactly what they had in the car. Where is it? Oh, here it is. Yo, when you said axe, I was not thinking a, med- a medieval fucking <laughs> battle axe. I was thinking like something you chop wood with. No, a, fucking a murder song. axe. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> It literally looks like something fucking Gimli from the Lord of the Rings would be wielding. <laughs> yes. He's got... Oh, I feel bad for the woman he was going to use that on. I mean, that's literally a murder kit. Yeah. There's no other yeah. explanation for think, why. I don't think there's any line of business out there that uses that. That you would those. have all of those yeah. things. <laughs> I'm yeah, I work un- security. I work security. I work security. Oh, the my God. Factory, the, the battle axe factory. The, oh, the my sledgehammer God. factory. The bleach factory. So the other thing is he had been pulled over like 20 fucking times recently. So, yeah, cops are just dumb. Exactly. How many times do you think he literally had a dismembered sex worker, a woman chopped up in a fucking Rubbermaid bin, like in the fucking 
Oh, that's red jelly coming out of the bin. That's yeah, blood. but he's white. So nobody said nothing. Nobody searched him. Nobody was like, hmm, suspicious. Same with Ted Bundy. Same with Ted Bundy. He had, but this man, it's 2014. You know, like they can see he's been pulled over 20 times, right? Like, I imagine, unless no, he didn't have. So can. nobody was like, why is this man always speeding? Why is this man always speeding in rural areas? Hey, sir, do you live around here? No. Oh, do you need help back to no. your house? And he says that every time? No fucking way. That's some racist bullshit. If they fucking took their time out of their day to be good fucking cops, this guy wouldn't have gotten to kill nine fucking women. Oh, man. Miss Heather went down to the police station and went through the whole process. She got photographs taken of her body, filed a police statement, all that shit. The detective in his record noted that she was a, quote, prostitute. Which I think is, like, rude. I'm not sure, but that sounds really rude. Uh, but he offered to drive her to and from the hospital, which is not rude. So that was actually nice. Um, even after all that, though, all she wanted to do was go home and find Fancy. Oh, the uh, <laughs> Please tell me she found Fancy. She did find her. Oh, thank God. But she did go to the hospital, and there she discovered that she had broken her back and dislocated her shoulder during uh, the struggle. How? He was probably fucking her up. He was like a fucking little brick man. Mm. Like a big marshmallow. Like what's the Stay Puffed guy from the Ghostbusters? He's a marshmallow. Yeah, yeah. He looks like that. When she got home. (laughs) And the thing is, that's so douchey. I bet he had been like practicing that line. He probably had something cooler. He he probably was like, liver, liver die. Liver die. Liver die. Liver, just, liverwurst pie. Liverwurst pie. I, I mean, liver die. He probably just thought he was the coolest motherfucker. And Heather was like, bitch. Bitch, I wish you would. What is it, a gun? <laughs> bitch. Not today. I'll kill you with a rake. I'll kill you with a gun. Whatever you have. Whatever you'd prefer. I'm not dying. Fuck you. He should have used the battle axe because that's way more scary. And why would you say liver die? Just fucking... Because he's a fucking idiot. Smart people don't do shit like this. Smart people don't go murder people. Exactly. (laughs) Well, that's not true. true. They think they're smart. They think they're fucking smart. But the fact is, you're not smarter than everybody. That's a fact. Not smarter than the internet. You're not smarter than everybody. You can can be smart. You can get away with it. But sooner or later, you're going to get fucking caught. They will find you. They'll fucking find you one day. Uh, so when she got home, the cops had removed all of Neil Fall's belongings, except for his pile of blood. Yeah, they don't, no one cleans that up. You have to clean that up. Yeah, I know a lady who, like, went crazy from having to clean up, like, her loved one. Yeah, that's fucked up. Really fucked up. I'd pay someone, be like, I ain't doing this. Oh, hell yeah. Our cat is meowing. It's not six o'clock. And even worse, Heather still hadn't found Fancy. Oh. Is actually the worst thing about this entire story. She was heartbroken. It was just like, oh, I'm going to play with Francie. What do you mean? Oh, shit, she got out. Yeah, that is like how it happened. They said the friend went out for a soda, and that's when Fancy got out. So worst friend ever. Honestly. This is your rape friend? Like, not a good one. Don't talk to him. The next day, she did find Fancy. Fancy actually found one of the neighbors close by and like posted up with her for the night and Heather found her the next morning. 
And Heather says that Fancy was not good on a leash usually. And if you put Fancy on a leash, she would do a, quote, crocodile death roll. And those are Heather's words. (laughs) But uh, Fancy was so happy to see Heather that they walked side by side back to their house. Oh. It is really sweet. Tony's happy to see me. Police took a close look at Neil Falls, his patchy history, and all the places he used to live, and they found a disturbing pattern. There were a whopping nine unsolved murders, all using the same weapons and objects and M.O. as what he tried to do with Heather. All sex workers who advertised online immediately in or outside of towns where Neil lived because they were found dismembered and, you know, mostly decomposed. There wasn't like fingerprints and shit, you know, but let's be real. This wasn't the first time he did this. He had like a fucking cool line planned. Live or die. Yeah, this isn't the first time he'd done that. What do you think about that one? You like that one? You like that one, Mom? Or what about... What if I jump in and... Say hello to my little friend. Someone already took that. Fuck. Damn it. Say hasta la vista. Oh, fuck. That one's taken too. Shit. Uh, Live or die. Live or die. Ooh. That one's chilly. No, Mom. I don't want any of your liver pot. Live or die. (laughs) Okay. He definitely thought he was like the gummy, toothless Ted Bundy. Like, he thought he was so cool. And he just he came in comfortably, confidently. Yeah, he wasn't cool. He was didn't even know how to use a gun. No. He was scared of poop rake. Little Bitch asshole. Gun. gun trumps poop <laughs> rake. Um, so, yeah, they looked at him and they were like, oh, well, I think he's killed nine women. So we we're, got him. we're not going to charge you with anything. What? Yeah, they didn't charge her with anything. Oh, okay. I thought they were like, we're going to charge him with anything. No, no, no. I don't think they can charge if he's dead. I don't, I don't know the word. I don't know the rules. Posthumously, you're a scumbag. In West Virginia, police do arrest sex workers like crazy. The article I was reading said that they arrest an average 40% more. Or this year, 2014, they, av- they uh, arrested 40% more sex workers than they did Eventually the previous year. Make illegal and tax it. That's how I feel. Just but. Like in West Virginia, the, you know, they were putting them on blast and, and really ruining their lives over this shit. And obviously... Cops are assholes. Cops are assholes. And obviously that's hugely problematic because then when a sex worker needs help, they cannot call the police. That's why you should always have a pimp. No. Oh, maybe what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not the point you were getting. No, no. I'm just saying maybe we should work towards decriminalizing sex work oh, okay. because it doesn't hurt anybody if it's consenting adults. Um, the de- have a pimp <laughs> to protect you. <laughs> the detective who handled Heather's case called her high risk. Oh, what the fuck? He just pushed over the mic with his oh forehead. Look. He just did it again. Tony. Get out of here. Big Tony is on a rampage. Not paying attention to me. They will now. The vet said that our cat has dementia. And they kind of. And now our sneezy one. We have like these misfit cats. They're not. So we're almost at the end of this story and then we can go take a smoke break. But uh, the detective who handled Heather's case called her high risk. But the irony is that cops criminally prosecuting sex work is what creates the risk. (laughs) They can't call for help. The. 
risk. It is, literally. But luckily, the community rallied around her, and they raised thousands of dollars. But some cunts from the city, some city officials, came to Heather, and they tried to tell her she couldn't have the money unless she went to rehab or proved this or proved that. Fuck you, it's my money now, bitch. Exactly. And Heather was like, look, I'm not an addict. Like, I don't have any problems. I used to do drugs. I don't anymore. I don't care about the money. Fucking keep it then. And that's what she told him. And then the next day, they showed up with the res- original responding officer that first showed up to Heather's case, like scene the first day it happened. He came and he pounded on the door and he threatened to come back with a warrant and like break in and like search for drugs if they didn't let Do the it. city officials in. Yeah. Well, she ended up letting him in because she, she was fucking harassed and intimidated by the police. A victim, like a survivor. Because she didn't want to go to rehab and leave her dog. Like, she couldn't afford to do that. Like, I couldn't afford to do that. Does the dog come with you to rehab? No. Yeah. And you still have to pay rent. That's a deal breaker. The landlord doesn't give a shit that you have to go to rehab. Um, So, obviously, she was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Just keep the money. I don't care. But the good news is that the sex worker community really showed up. And they actually had a trending hashtag called Hookers for Heather. And... Yeah, and they, they raised thousands, like tens of thousands of dollars for her, and they helped her open a bank account, and she got the money that she deserved. Yo, guys, open a fucking bank account. Just do it, bro. Please, it's do not, not gonna use online banking. Jake didn't have a bank account when I met him because he was scared that the government was going to mess with his money or something. Yeah, and which they do. Okay. But how does why does do you a, notice? Why does an ATM charge me three dollars at my bank? That has nothing to do with the goddamn bank, government. Oh. Does have everything to do with, and then my bank is gonna charge me a two dollar fee because it's not their ATM. Like, go fuck yourself. Eat bank. a dick, bank. <sighs> it is rude. Um, but I got a lot of this information actually from Heather's GoFundMe page, which is no longer taking donations. But she wrote about it firsthand, which is really cool. Nice. So Heather, I think you're a fucking hero. Good job of not dying. Imagine the butterfly effect she created. Not one friend anymore because he's a fucking horrible. A dick, friend. a dick. But she's fucking incredible. She's strong. She is a badass bitch. By killing that man who had killed nine other women before, she saved what another fucking nine women. You know, like that's incredible. She's a fucking hero. A hero. A hero. We love you, Heather. Not Good job. All heroes wear capes. Sometimes they just have sex. Sometimes they're hot as fuck. Heather is a bad bitch. She looks great. Um, it's just probably not appropriate to say. Yeah, babe. Chill. Chill. Do you want to go for a smoke break? Yes. You remember that sound? Yeah, you do. The 1990s. It was fun. Lots of fun music, good times. Book ended by pop bands. And right in the middle, we got a little grungy. So many artists came and went and left us wondering, what are they doing now? We know what Marky Mark ended up doing, but what about the rest of the Funky Bunch? Alanis Morissette had a pop career before she made it big with Jagged Little Pill. The KLF, an EDM band from England, got Tammy Wynette to sing on one of their tunes. All kinds of crazy stuff happened, and we're going to talk to you about it with interviews with some of the biggest stars of the 90s on Dope Nostalgia, the podcast. I'm Naomi Carmack, and I'm your host. Check us out on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you get your podcasts. And look us up on the internet at dopenostalgia.com. That was Sunday Driver. 
Yes. That was nice. Allegedly, it's a 32 percenter. Wow. But you should never listen to the percentage of weed. I'm extremely high, listen and I, I did just eat for like 30 minutes. So. We literally smoked that joint. And we went right for the fridge. Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I had the, oh, I, I still have the munchies. Yeah, I have the munchies. I eat more, but I'm not going to. I'm starving. It was amazing. Okay, so March 11, 2017, 20-year-old Amber Angelovic, a fresh college graduate. <laughs> she Yo, kids, don't go to college. Don't go to college. College is a horrible place. You're not safe there. You're not and safe the education there. education you get doesn't mean you're shit. Subpar. They went out to this... Oh. She went on a date with an acquaintance. Uh, what? <laughs> she went on a date with an acquaintance. <laughs> she went on a date with an acquaintance of hers. 32-year-old Derek Valentine. Just saying, don't date anyone 11 years older than you. Don't date anyone named Derek. Don't date anyone named Derek. Sorry, Derek. Don't date anyone with the last name Valentine. You sound like an anime character. You sound like a Resident Evil character. Don't talk and to me. They're all shady. Jill Valentine actually turned evil for a while. She was evil. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they went out to a bar. They did some drinking. They got an Uber back to Derek's place, and Uh-oh. that was fine until it wasn't. And Amber was like, "Okay, this is starting to get weird. So I'm just gonna leave." It's starting to get rapey, Derek. Starting to get rapey, Derek. Some Derek, 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 rape. Yeah. So she's like, I'm just going to leave. That's fine. So she tries to leave, and Derek blocked her way. She was like, all right. Balls. Go for the balls. Go for the balls. Instant death shot. She was like, all right, dude, this isn't funny. Like, I'm fucking leaving. And she went to push past him. And that's when he started to hit her and shoved her onto the what? floor. For real. He, like, forced her back. It's always wild to me. Like, god mm-hmm. damn, bro. Like. She says no, like you got. I know you got to second base. Is that not good enough for you? Just chill. Like, just chill. So he wouldn't let her out of his fucking room. She pleaded and she tried to reason with him, but at this point, she was afraid that she would be raped or killed. I mean, which is fair because this is a guy you've met once before. He's already hit you. He's already hit you. He's already so fucking. Now I know ex- what's going through his head is like, hmm, well, now we gotta kill her. Yeah, exactly. This is somebody who knows who I am. Yeah, exactly. She's five so foot five. He is try, six do foot not three. Reason with him, just fight him. Just fight him. Um, but she's five five. He's six three. So and way heavier than her, like a hundred pounds on her. That's probably what I was saying. And um, he was holding her captive in his bedroom. She didn't get out. Just take a shit <laughs> instantly. Like honestly. If you can't, Tony, get down. Women, if you're in trouble, just shit. I don't think that would do it. I would do it for me. I'd be like, oh, fuck. Well, yeah, but you're not a rapist. Okay, true. You're not, you're not in it to overpower somebody and make them feel like shit, because that's what a rapist wants. It's not about sex. I feel like if you shit, you would just be covered in shit and getting raped. Tony just fell yeah, off the couch. It is worse. Yeah. My defense mechanism would just be to poop. It's just a poop. Oh, God. <laughs> see if anybody's ever survived something. By shitting. By shitting. By just shitting. So she was held captive in his bedroom. She didn't get out until 5.30 a.m. So 
it didn't say what time they left the bar, but the latest is like 2 a.m., right? So she was held in that room for a long-ass time. Mm -hmm. Like a long-ass time. She was probably like, hey, do you want to play a game? That's like exactly. That's what she said. She was trying to appease him and trying to be cool. Do you want me to make you dinner? uh Uh-huh. It's all good. Breakfast? It's all good. good. You can get away from the door and we can just like chill. Hey, why don't you go? Do you have to poop? (laughs) So she grabbed her knife. Last resort, she always carried a knife for self-defense. And finally, figuring she's fucked, you know, she's not going to get out of this. She grabs her knife. And she did some self-defense maneuvers and <laughs> nothing worked. <laughs> and she ended up stabbing him twice. Nice. And she ran away and she called 911 immediately. Good. The police showed up. They found Derek Valentine dead. Nice. Two stab wounds. Good. And they arrested Amber and charged her with murder. Yeah. Yeah. Cops are stupid. It was stupid. So they, uh, hold up. Where is it? I just lost my spot for a second. Here it is. Okay. Cops, do better. Do better. They also said a million dollar bail. Um, the community stepped right up to pay it for her so that she could be out of jail waiting for her court date. From the get go, Amber was like, I'm fucking innocent. Like, I'm just innocent. The reason they were doubting her was because she didn't have, like, hella bruises and stuff. But, I mean, to be fair, like, not everybody bruises like a fucking banana. You know what I mean? Like, maybe he didn't punch her in the fucking eyeball. But that doesn't mean he wasn't hitting her and, like, in her way and holding her hostage. You know what I mean? Like, and she said on her um, blog, she says that she chose not to be a victim and she was criminally prosecuted for that, which is what happened. Like, that's literally what happened. Um, The cops did their sexist thing. They interviewed Derek's neighbors, and they were like, oh, no. Not white Derek. Not white Derek. He's such a good little boy. Black Derek down the hall. Black Derek. Not not white Derek. But not my white Derek. He's such a good boy. Uh, His name rhymes with Eric. We love Eric. Yeah, we love Eric. Eric's our son's name. Who's Derek again? He is white, right? Oh, he is? Okay, yeah, we love him. He's such a good kid. And they searched his apartment, and they found some stuff. Like some regular stuff. Like some drug paraphernalia. Ha, he did do it, druggie. And some books on how to get women to have sex with you. And... You know, a whiteboard with some notes on how to stalk women. He took notes. Must, I thought that would just come naturally. <laughs> I know there was a, we needed a guide. <laughs> Follow him close. <laughs> Isn't that the basis? Handwritten notes on a whiteboard. <laughs> like, this is even fucking whiteboard. This is fucking dream writers or whatever yeah, with Jesus. Jennifer fucking, what's her name He's with the big a teeth? Fucking chalk, his, a whole fucking chalkboard to his like, I don't know. <laughs> MC equals, MC like, equals stalk square. the woman. Yeah. Scare her. <laughs> X variable. Um, the cop was like, so what? It's not a crime to write notes. It's not a crime to have a whiteboard. <laughs> on how to stalk a woman on your whiteboard? That's fine. <laughs> so they check his phone. And they find a bunch of like incel-like texts. Uh, An incel is an involuntary celibate, and they are notorious for being salty and shitty towards women. Like the guy who ran over the protesters 
in uh, Charleston, Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, that guy, he was an incel, and he wrote, like, this crazy long manifesto about how women are sluts who deserve to be kept in towers. And they... I mean, I believe y'all should go up into a tower just to leave us (laughs) (laughs) Come down No, there was way... There's way other, more messed up things, like... They believe they're entitled to sex, basically, and they're not getting it because of lookism, quote-unquote. Are you lookist? Are you a fucking... There's tons of texts on his phone that are, like, super incel-like, talking shit about women and stuff. I don't know if he was in the incel community, but I'm just assuming he was. Um, But the cops said, you know, that's fine. You can do what you want. You're in a dove. Sure. They also found... Some discussions on his phone about how to overcome women's will to have sex. It didn't say with whom he was having these conversations. He could have been texting these women like, why don't you have sex with me? What if I did this? Or he could have been texting his friends like, how do I make this girl have sex with me? Either way, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? And one guy was just like, yo. Hit her in the face. Hit her right in the mouth. Have you tried shoving her on the floor? Have you, have you tried raping her? Have her hold hold her hostage. They want it. They like it. They have they're asking. I'll hold her hostage in your house till like five thirty. Oh, she wearing? Oh, she wearing jeans? Yeah. Uh, slut. She wearing a whole burka? Yeah. Slut. Slut. Um, Shout out to that guy. He's a fucking asshole. Asshole. Whoever he was. Somebody should call the fucking. Somebody should call the people on him already. Uh. So, the cop said, who hasn't talked about having, you know, conversations about, you know, forcing a woman to, like, have sex? Let me tell you, all you got to do, compliment them, tell them they look nice. You know, be nice. Be ni- Treat be them like, like people. human being. And they might put out. I don't know. If, if they like you. Yeah. Okay. Obviously... Jake, is that how you would say you would prefer to be treated? Have someone be nice to you? Have a good time till you put out? Is that what you would prefer? Because that sounds sensible. This whole shit of like... That's how that's how it should be done? That's how regular people think. Okay, gotcha. It's not a fucking dating sim where you're nice to somebody and it puts the meter up by two points and okay. you fill it to the it's top. It's called the long con, baby. <laughs> okay? Short and sweet fucking is not no. good. You want fucking... You want the long con. It's bad. It's bad. It just seems like a really... I can't understand. I can't pretend to understand because I don't understand. Ask them if they have animals. It's always a good one. Hey, you got any dogs? <laughs> I'm a, cats? I'm a cat person. I love them. Here's a picture of, here's a picture of my cat. Check it. Um, and, you know, there was still some reasonable if doubt. If work, then you shouldn't even be with her. Uh, oh, but obviously we're being facetious because, like, if somebody's talking about forcing a woman to have sex in general... You're already kind of coming that from the wrong angle. Bad. It's already too late. You're already I mean, wrong. You sh- you have a moral obligation to tell that to turn that friend in. Yeah, you absolutely do. Yeah. Uh, but he's white, and so the cops were like, Meh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then they looked at his computer, where he was doing some online shopping for date rape drugs. <gasps> yeah, that's guilty as fuck. I mean, there's no other reason. The that one actually you puts it over. I mean, all the other ones are like. Eh. That one. You were. There's no other reason besides. You were just gonna do someone harm. What's the fucking natural, 
natural equivalent to Rohypna. Hmm, is there a vitamin I can get? <laughs> right. Can I go to Vitamin Cottage? Let me shop around like, for the Rohypnol. Uh, what is it? Ginger root mixing with something else makes Rohypnol? That's what he's been Googling. The crazy thing crazy. is that they really did try to prosecute Miss Amber, and the court procedure went on for her. Wasn't dismissed until February of 2020. During a pandemic. Right before, I guess. Right before it got crazy here in Colorado. I don't know what it was like other places, but they didn't dismiss it until February of 2020. So Amber racked up $132,000 of legal debt defending herself. I can tell you right now, okay? If I rake up any type of debt, I'm leaving. Bye, man. <laughs> I'm fucking Mexico. I'm fucking right off. I will live on the <laughs> beach, okay? I don't give a fuck. <sighs> I will go live on the beach in Mexico and sell fucking scuba gear, okay? Yeah. No problem doing that. How I'm going to get there? No fucking Nobody idea. knows, but I'm getting there. I, know, I got friends. I got some, um, Jerron or someone. Garrett would drive me to Mexico. Garrett would yeah. drive me to Mexico. He would probably go with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never see us again. So Amber and her family racked up $132,000 of legal debt. They were able to fundraise about 60-something thousand of it, but they still owe about 60-something thousand. Um, so there's a link in our show notes if you're able to donate because this whole thing is crazy. The fact that she had to defend herself like that for years, three years, before her obviously self-defense case was considered self-defense. That's crazy. So I don't feel like she should have to pay that. And Amber Girl, we hope you're getting therapy. We hope you're at peace. We hope you are healing. You are a hero, bro. Did she have a lawyer? She had a lawyer. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's a, she's a college graduate and, like, went to church, had a great family. Not that, you know, any of that matters. Like, it's still whatever happens to you matters if that's not your situation. Yeah. But the that's thing suspicious. is, cops are just kind of anti-woman in general, you know? That's how I feel. Could they sexually assault women and the way that rape victims and stuff are treated is just not Yo. good. Okay, quick pause here. Fuck ice. Fuck ice, bro. Okay. Fuck ice. If you're an ice agent. Fuck you. You fucking pussy you fart. Burning hell. You nasty bitch. Okay. I'm sorry. Eat my fucking asshole, you slut. You know it's wrong to keep kids in cages. And trafficking them and losing them and killing them and molesting and them and sexually them. abusing them. You should burn. You should burn. You shouldn't burn in hell. You should burn alive. You should burn hell. fully conscious. And then when you die, you should burn in hell for eternity. So, yeah, I don't even believe in hell. But I hope that it is real just for you, ICE agents. I hope there's a, la a layer for you. Big old layer of racist motherfuckers. I can't believe that shit, man. That's a concentration camp. Man. But that's some shit that scares me, okay? Uh, Miss Heather Saul having to fight off a fucking asshole who just decided she's a woman, she's a sex worker, she's less than me. Um, and Miss Amber Angelovic, who, you know, just decided she didn't want to be a victim and got criminally prosecuted after barely, you know, fucking surviving. So that's the kind of shit that scared me. As some man thinking he can destroy a woman and having to be like, bitch, you thought. These women are tough, they are badass, and they have a will to survive that is 
bigger than an ability to destroy. Um, researching this took a lot out of me. It was terrible. I had to keep taking breaks and sorting through the stories because there were so many that have terrible endings. Um, too many. Too many, or even a ton of cases where the woman kills the man and doesn't end up with the charges dismissed. So... I'm just saying we have a ton of respect. Like I said, there's going to be some stuff well, in the we show need notes. Our, uh, prison slaves, so. <laughs> right. Fucking America, happy Fourth of July. I do need some scarapy. I do. Okay. Give me this. Give me the deets. All right. I'm terrified. I actually feel very upset. Are you scared, Jake? I'm not scared. We're just upset that this is a daily occurrence for every woman. That's why I hope we have boys. We have children. I want to have girls. Like, I would love to, I honestly, I would kill someone. Yeah. 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 If, if you mess with my daughter, eh, my or son. my son. Yeah, but. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like, just do, just do better, the human race. Absolutely. And, you know, if somebody that you know is abusing kids. It is your moral duty to turn them in. Or if there's somebody you know who's raping women or assaulting women and you know about it, it's your moral duty to turn them in. If you don't, you're worse than the rapist because you're an enabler. And that means anybody in your life can act that way and you won't say anything. So congrats on being worse than scum. Uh, yeah. So that's all I have to say about that. And I'm going to read you a story from the Paranormal Board of 4chan. It is called... The snow angel. And I have to find it. Because honestly, there's a lot of stuff in this folder. Here it is. There's a lot of files called snow angel <laughs> on our computer. Don't ask me any questions. Okay. Here it is. This is called snow angel by a 4chan user who went by the name of laser goose. Which I'm obsessed with. So... Honestly, Snow Angel could have just been uh, his drug dealer. Wow, they just opened up my headphones. The cats are playing with my Galaxy Buds like they're a toy. What about assholes? On a scale of 1 to 10, what's the surest you've ever been at any one moment that something absolutely sinister was looking straight at you? I mean, you look at me a few times a day. <laughs> oh, God, that's sinister shit. Oh, <laughs> hell, buddy. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'd rate my experience earlier tonight at about an 8 What did we do earlier tonight? I was driving home from my parents' house about 10pm Oh, this is the story, okay <laughs> I was like, what? We played cornhole and drank I was at night, Jake <laughs> yeah, I was like <laughs> They only live about 10 minutes drive from me But what a difference 10 minutes makes they're out in the country, no streetlights. It's Michigan in the middle of winter, and I'd made the terrific decision to take a relatively unkept road home. The same road... Hey, let me tell you, Michigan, they're all unkept. <laughs> <laughs> the same road where I collided with a deer not even two months ago, instantly vaporizing my Christmas fund. It's deer central out there. That is also true. Deer are suicidal on the country roads. Yeah, what's up with that, by the way? Running into, well, I'll tell you how my dad explained it. My dad explained it to me when I was a kid. He's like, well, how would you like it if someone put a, a road in the middle of your bedroom? That's true. No! Aww. It's not true. 
That makes it sad. Go fucking... There's not a road over there. Well, have you seen the tunnels that they put under so that they can just go under the road? That makes more sense. They don't work. Really? I've seen deers help a princess clean their house before. Can you please take that back? Tony, that's weed. Don't eat Tony's trying to snort the weed. He's trying to end it. He's one of those old cats. He is really old. He don't have no teeth. He's kind of out of control. Well, I was headed down this road at about half the speed limit. Eyes peeled for some of the four-legged white-tailed terrors. And my eyes were starting to get strained by the headlights of an oncoming vehicle. It was at least a half mile away, but the high beams were on. I guess... Prick. Prick? <laughs> I tell you, that's a fucking dick move. Pet peeve. Actually, do you know there's a way to, to tell when you should, like, turn... This is how I do it. When you turn your high beams off, it's, like, on the black top when the light touch, the each light's touch. That's what I always fucking went off. Oh. I don't know if that's actually a rule, but that's just what I do. That's a good rule, though. Um, as I got closer, I realized I was right. It was... Uh, it was an asshole. It was an asshole. It. <laughs> it was a pickup truck. But it wasn't... But it wasn't headed towards me. It was parked on the shoulder. And the emergency lights were blinking. I slowed down even more, waiting to see the telltale signs of a deer collision. Imploded grill, cracked windshield, missing side mirror, and man, obviously... Man cutting off. Back straps to eat later. That's what they do. <laughs> if, you hit it, if you hit a deer and it's dead, it's for game. And obviously, a deer corpse. Once I was alongside the pickup, I had. Deer was driving. Man was the corpse. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> End of the podcast. Everybody go to bed. Podcast, podcast twist. I slid. That's right. Um, once I was alongside the pickup, I still hadn't seen any damage. Now that I was out of the light's glare, I could see that the truck was pulling a horse trailer. The trailer must have been wired in because the red lights on the back were... Horse was driving. Deer was dead. Human cattle. Ooh. Ooh. Switcheroo. Uh, I just hit the switch. I said switch wrong. I just flipped the switch. I flipped the switch. That's what I was trying to say. It fucked up. It didn't come out. The The trailer must have been wired in because the red lights on the back were blinking on and off in time with the emergency lights on the truck. I rolled down my window to talk to whoever was in the cab. Oh, hey, pal. But once I looked closer, I realized the truck was empty. Hey, hey buddy, where are you? <laughs> I called. No answer. Hello. And then I heard the scraping. Hello. And thumping. It sounded like someone slamming an upside-down bowl onto a surface repeatedly. It was coming from behind the trailer. I looked out my windshield and saw a loop of rough rope making up a part of a knot around a handle on the back of the trailer. I couldn't see the rest of the rope, but the knot seemed to be sliding up and down the handle a bit. I inched forward in my car, peering around the corner of the trailer. The sudden movement startled me, and then I realized what an idiot I was. The rope led to a harness fastened to a horse. The large brown creature was scraping and stomping its hooves on the ground, standing close to the stomping ditch. A fucking man's <laughs> Fuck you. Right on my back. I'm on your back now, bitch. You're so jaded. You're like, where is it going to turn? I know it's going to turn. Yeah, um, he was scraping and stomping its hooves on the ground, standing close to the ditch. Jeez. 
stretching its rope across the back of the trailer. As I pulled up further, it glanced at me, snorted, and went back to stomping. Thinking I was probably... Exactly! (laughs) Thinking I was probably irritating it, and knowing there was no other cars for miles, I switched off my headlights. It kept stomping. I looked at the ground around its hooves. The snow was tossed up, and in some spots, the horse had chipped off bits of the dirt shoulder. He'd been out here a while. Hello? I called again. Fully expecting a response from the dark field on the other side of the ditch. Nothing. I looked at the horse again. Steam shot from its nostrils. (laughs) (laughs) Then I looked back at its hooves and the ground around them. Not a boy scout, but fresh snow makes it fairly easy to piece simple stories together. In the brief flashing intervals of dim red light afforded me by the trailer, I was easily able to make out boot prints alongside the trailer, obviously coming from the cab. <laughs> He's got boots on, man. Aw, no, fashion horse. They're horse hide boots, too. He's actually kind of a sexy horse. It's yeah. hard to explain. It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> they turned and led along back the end of the trailer, then into the ditch, past the bubble of red light. Then there were the same boot prints coming up from the ditch, accompanied by hoof prints. Presumably, this guy's horse had gotten out of his barn or pasture nearby, and he was out here to retrieve it. That was my Columbo moment. Then there was the whole area in between the horse and the side of the trailer closest to me. I could see the boot prints, but they weren't in a straight line. That's right. They seemed to be all over the place. A bit of a there was a little bit of a scuffle. Oh. <laughs> Pointing everywhere, like a person jumping around or hopping from one foot to the next. Just one pair of boots, though? And mixed in between them were other prints. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Other prints. <gasps> Tell me about these other prints. The new prints looked a bit like the inside of a peace sign. A Y with an extra line between the forked lines. So it was a chicken. About twice their length. <laughs> Fucking man-eating chicken. It was Peter Griffin coming back for the <gasps> Oh my god! Roadhouse. That's what I was happening in the snow of Michigan. Damn it, laser goo! Would you like the animation? Case case closed. (laughs) Um, (laughs) There was no real sole or pad, but each toe, if you could call it that, was thick, at least a couple inches wide. And at the end, shout out to my couple couple inches out there. (laughs) (laughs) And at the end of each toe print, including the long rear protrusion, like the handle of the fork, I suppose, the snow seemed to have another flaw in it, not an imprint really. More like a slit, like from a claw. So it was a chicken or an <laughs> ostrich, honestly. Oh, an emu? Yeah, a velociraptor. It wasn't that, I'll tell you that much. Could be. These prints were mixed up as the boot prints were, but tended to stay closer to the road. 
Whatever made them, the guy wearing the boots would have to get past it to get back to the cab. From that mess of prints, both human and, I guess, animal, Ostrich. <laughs> erupted a straight line of boot prints with long strides heading back along the road, away from the truck and the trailer, past the edge of the red light. They continued into like, the oh, darkness. Fuck this. Right Goodbye, me. horse. <laughs> they continued into the darkness that I knew would be uninterrupted until the first streetlight a mile away. The other prints were mixed in with these ones, weaving in and out Chasing of the same line. Down. In other words, following. I was a velociraptor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Their strides were at least as long as the boot man's. I stole one more look at the horse, still clearly agitated, and at the prince right behind the trailer. Now, obviously, snow being white and the trailer's pulsing Ooh. lights being red, all the, snow, all the snow in the range of the lights was going to be red. But I know it wasn't my imagination, but some patches here and there were a different shade of red. <gasps> Blood. And with the dim light and the chickens <laughs> or the man's. Ooh. Why did he cross the road? Why huh? did he cross the road? To stomp your ass out. To fuck you up, yeah. bitch. And your horse. <laughs> <laughs> your That's right. That's right. No more chicken pie pie for you. <laughs> and with the dim light and the horse's dark fur, it was hard to be sure, but I thought a few long lines were glistening down the animal's side. I like to think I'm not a stupid man. I saw no benefit in staying here to play detective. Okay, later, horse. Goodbye. I decided to distance myself from the horse, trailer, truck, and prince. I flipped my lights on and started rolling away. The horse never stopped staring at me. Yeah, because you're fucking leaving him, prick. He's like, please help. I swear. Uh, yo, bro, I'm lost raptors out here. <laughs> please, think that's please. what was in the trailer. He was, let, he was like, he was tying me up so the Velociraptor could eat me. Oh, but it turned out him. Damn, he was actually yeah, trying to get his Velociraptor back in the house. Yeah. That's he crazy. He was trying to feed his Velociraptor some horse meat. Fuck. Like, yo, bro, get me the fuck out of here. Please don't. Please don't. And it just turned. Yeah. Uh, the horse never stopped staring at me. I swear, it had the closest thing I'd ever seen on an animal to the expression of a homeless man who hasn't gotten a penny all day. But as I pulled forward, this is depressing. <laughs> but as I pulled forward, I just wasn't able to take my hand. Uh, what? I just wasn't able to take my eyes off the footprints and whatever prints on the side of the road. About ten feet past where the red light would have ended, there was another scuffle. Both sets of prints mashed together. Definitely, definitely a couple of dark spots of pink snow, and then just the boot prints continuing their journey. Oh, good! The guy beat up the Velociraptor. But off to one side, oh, they'd the left. Raptor started wearing boots. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yo, give me your boots. He actually stole his shoes. Yeah. <laughs> this but is Michigan, not Philly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But off to one side, they'd left behind a much larger imprint, roughly human-sized. There were shapes on both sides of the body. They were wide and somewhat wrinkled, like the imprint of a jacket a child would leave after laying in the snow. They fanned out from the main body, 
leaving drag marks, like something unfurling. They were also ribbed. I admit I was only viewing this in passing, but I swear I know what I saw. It's hard to describe exactly, but thinking back, I'd say that comparing the shape to a snow angel would seem wrong in more ways than one. I kept moving, picking up just a bit of speed, but I was still going fairly slowly so my tires wouldn't burn out in the snow. I could see three-toed prints moving from the larger shape back to the chase for just a few feet and then they just stopped. The boot prints carried on for another four to f another 40 feet or so and then they ended too. That's because he got picked up by the fucking pterodactyl. It was just a dinosaur attack. <laughs> oh, typical. At this point, I had to stop. Michigan's rough, man. It's tough out there. Yeah. They got bad water. Detroit, bad water, fucking dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. At this point, I had to stop. I don't mean that I really decided I wanted to. It's like my brain just needed to verify that what I was seeing was right. Two sets of prints. One humid, one not. Both just ending. One pterodactyl. <laughs> no sign of a change of course or a dive to the ground or anything. Pure untouched snow on all sides. Well, not totally undisturbed. I think something in my brain was just misfiring at this point, trying to make it all fit. So I looked back once at the trailer and truck, highlighted in a blinking red aura. I could see the horse still watching me. That's Big Tony. He's got a lot to say. It's not six o'clock yet. It's close. 5.30. <laughs> He's upset. I could see the horse still watching me. And then in the road... Dick, uh, come back. Please help. Stop it. Please drive off again. <laughs> yeah. Stop, then go. Stop, then Cruel. go. Cruel. worse. And then in the road ahead of the truck, something shifted. It was the truck's he headlights. They bounced. The truck's taillights also bounced. Just a slight Drive, dip. Drive, motherfucker! <laughs> Just a slight dip toward the ground. There's a pterodactyl coming for you. Then back up, like a brief pressure on the suspension. The trailer shifted just a bit. Now the horse wasn't looking at me. The pterodactyl was in the horse, the, er, in the horse trailer the whole time. It was looking at the black space above the truck and trailer. The spot on the roof of the trailer that no light could reach. And it was <laughs> and it was straining against its rope harder than I've ever seen anything fight in my life. My tires burned out briefly before they found traction. So that was my eight moment. I really lost count of how many times on the way home I nearly slid into a ditch. I went sideways once, but I always kept control, using some combination of luck and sheer force of will to not get stranded on the road. Now I'm in my... Yeah, congrats. You're just like, nope. 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 I was sideways going to Trinidad one time. Susie Dad got fired. Uh, I mean, Strawberry Fields, if I get fucked then, good. Yeah. It is. But um, she was like, or I was like sideways. I was in the left lane, and then I corrected it. By the time I was done with the whole fucking thing, I was in the right lane. Dang. Yeah. That's crazy. It was, terrifying. It was like during uh, New Year's. 
So it would be like that, but if you had a pterodactyl chasing you. Yeah. I would definitely not survive. <laughs> um, I'd be trying to get a picture of the pterodactyl. Snapchatting. Yeah, and Snapchatting at the same time. Also, <laughs> but I was doing like 55. It was more, it was yeah, more out, out of control. Bad idea. Yeah. My tires burned out briefly before they found traction. So that was my eight. Oh, right, right, right. Now I'm in my driveway, and I'm wishing my garage door was working. Because right now, I'm having my 10 moment. The porch light is illuminating a portion of the roof on one wing of my house. All around me, the freshly fallen snow is undisturbed. But in that one little corner of the roof, I can just make out a pair of imprints marring the scene. I probably don't have to describe them to you. My front doors may be 30 feet away. 30 feet. I'm wondering if I should try sleeping in the car tonight. And that's where it ends. So that's the Snow Angel story. So did he write it in his car? He died after that. Yeah, he died. He died 30, 29 feet from his Suspend house. Suspend your <laughs> disbelief, Jacob. <laughs> Suspend it. Nah. Um. So yeah, are you scared? No, no, not this time. You're less scared. Uh, yeah. By the scary story than you yeah. were the actual story. Yeah, the actual podcast episode of the fucking terrible things that women go through. Yeah. That's more frightening. Than Very, scary. Very scary. Very scary. I'll so take a fucking chicken dactyl. Chicken dactyl. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Don't go to Michigan. They have dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's what we learned. Fucking terrifying. Well, it could have been a mountain lion. Chicken feet, Jake. Chicken. I think I like your emu theory the best. Yeah. That somebody just fucked around and had an exotic pet yeah. and it got People out. Do that. Exactly. Got well, they can't fly though, right? So we got big wings. Got he could have got up there. A little, like, he could have got real fucking pissed <coughs> off. Followed you home somehow. Flew up onto your roof somehow. Nah, it was a demon. Well, well it was a demon. Why would you say that? It's a demon or something. Something not worldly. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, you guys. Send us your scary stories. Take a check in. T- what? Take a second to check out our show Taking notes. Show. That's right. Look at our show notes. Peep those resources, baby. Don't forget to drink water. And we'll see you Wednesday for a tiny little baby mini petite, super small, mini, uh, extra small episode. And defund the police. Defund the police. Black Lives Matter. Goodbye. Get the out of the cages. Fuck ice. Sources for this week include... Woman Who Killed Alleged Serial Killer Recounts Final Fight off of cbsnews.com. An escort killed her client in self-defense. Then came The Aftermath by buzzfeednews.com. Heather is a Hero, which is Heather Saul's fundraiser off of GoFundMe. And then, of course, Wikipedia for information on Neil Falls. Cops discover victims' dark secrets. Murder charges dropped from patch.com. Amber Angelovic, she has a blog, um, and we read that for some information. And then uh, also, murder charge dropped against OC woman who fatally stabbed attacker from LATimes.com.